It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Guys, welcome back to Player Profile and Projections. We're still out here outside Clover Park in Port St. Lucie. It is a beautiful day to talk about the $162 million man, Brandon Nemo. That's right. And Josie's on a vacation far away because we are still in the outfield for oh. you young puppies that didn't know that song. We should steal or the that for the intro. <laughs> I can Great song, one of my favorite walkout songs, a little lesser known. Uh, but I'm so excited to, to wrap up the outfield today talking about Brandon Nimmo, one of my favorite humans on the planet, one of the most likable guys in baseball. He's home signing that big contract to return to the New York Mets. Uh, eight years, $162 million. Years. Wow. He's entering his age 30 season, uh, and he will be 30 on March 27th. So Soon. I think right before the season starts. Beautiful. Uh, he is the man, the center fielder, the face, in my opinion, the face of the franchise to those that know. Mm. Obviously, you have Lindor. Obviously, you have um, Max Scherzer. Pete Alonso, these guys that are more at the forefront, but those I think that really truly dig into the New York Mets really love what Brandon brings to the table as far as interviews go because he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's very thoughtful in his in his messages mm -hmm. and what he's putting out there, and he's an honest person when he speaks to the media. And Jerry, he's going to be a Met for life, probably. That's the I think plan. That, you know, it's set in for me when he signed the contract, and I forgot about it a little bit, but Brandon Nimmo will probably be a Met for life. He's going to be a Met through 2030 with this contract, and I couldn't be happier because, you know, we talked a ton during the offseason about how worried we were about the big three, Diaz, DeGrom, and Nimmo, and not bringing back Brandon Nimmo would have left a giant void in center field, one that I'm not sure how the Mets would have addressed, and Brandon Nimmo had a fantastic 2022 arguably the best season of his career, an integral piece of that Before team. you break down the 2022 stats, I oh, want to yeah. talk about that. The yeah. offseason, the big three, everybody was talking about, do we re-sign DeGrom, Diaz, and Brandon Nimmo? And for a while there, I was all about Nimmo, and then it kind of faded because I felt like the market for Nimmo was going to overreach what the Mets were willing to give them yeah. because they have Starling Marte that could slide into center field, and it gives them more flexibility to move around. So I convinced myself that Nimmo was probably you know, off to greener pastures where uh, he wasn't going to finish as a Met. But I think they did the right thing, and because they re-signed him, they shored up center field. He was easily the best out there on the market. Uh, he got fair market value, too, I'm Makes sure. Sense. I'm not sure. I didn't ask him how deep it went with other teams, but to me, it felt very fair uh, with what he got, and I think it's a, it's, a, it's a signing for both. 
Yeah, a lot of guys signed early. Nimmo made a sweat a little bit, and fair reason. The market for Nimmo was massive. I mean, any team can use an elite-level center fielder. One that has improved defensively so much in the past few years. You know, I put together that compilation of his 2020 highlights in center field compared to now, where he was last year. The difference is amazing, to say the least. And that's a guy that you can see puts in the work day in and day out and finally got that full healthy season that we've been waiting for. 151 games last year. That is not something I would have bet on in the preseason for sure. Uh, and now that's something I really need from Brandon Nimmo going forward. Maybe not 150 every year, but get on the field for the full season and be the guy at the top of the order that the Mets can rely on day in and day out. 30 doubles for him, 16 home runs, decent amount of pop there with 64 RBIs, 102 runs for Brandon Nimmo. That was way more than I thought. And 71 walks, that's par for the course. A 274 average, 367 on base, 433 slug, good for a 134 weighted runs created plus and 5.4 war. Talk about an amazing season for Brandon Nemo. Incredible season. And one with which we saw a little bit of a change in his approach. His on-base percentage went down. Yep. His, uh, his driving the ball went up. That was one of the things that he tried to do. I think this year, with some of the projections, I think we might see a, a marrying of, of both of those things. Yeah. Um, but Brandon is who he is. He was given a lot of talent, but the guy works. Yes. The reason why he got so good in center field, they were talking about him being gone after that 2020 season. Right. He was atrocious in the outfield. It was one of those things that was a wake-up call for him and the organization. Yes. But to his credit, he worked his butt off, yeah. and he got better, and he's a gold-glove caliber outfielder. He'll never be the best outfielder. He'll never be that natural uh, kind of just roaming the outfield kind of guy. It always looks like he's working hard, and he made himself into an, a very, very good defender. One of the highlights from last year is that catch he made uh, with DeGrom at the plate where he went up and made a catch against the fence, showed those that beautiful smile of his, got the people <laughs> going. It's one of the big moments from last season. Yeah, it's what I think of when I think of the 2022 Mets, that game against the Dodgers. Justin Turner, who is an absolute Mets killer, at the plate, it looked like he was going to homer again, and Brandon Nimmo said no. And it was very uh, symbolic of, I think, all the changes that Nimmo made to his game. It's like you said, he's never going to be the top elite you know, defensive center fielder out there, but he's a guy that can feel that position well now. And he, ha he saw such a massive jump in range and pop time and all that. And I just think that if he's producing offensively like he was last year, you don't need him to be a gold glover. Although I, I would have liked to see him get you know, at least a nomination or there a finalist nod. Uh, I am completely out Juan on Soto, Juan Rawlings. Field, Juan whatever. Soto, like being a crazy, finalist. Anyway, crazy. like, yeah. But he is very good in the outfield. He's, yes. He is going to make plays that, that other players don't. He's above average defender. And to say that consistently is really amazing. And again, it shows you who he is at his core. He's a hard worker. Yes. It's one of those first round picks that was a surprise out of Wyoming high school guy for the New York Mets that had some injury history and he put it all together last year. Yeah and he took a while to come up too. There was a lot of worrisome notes when he uh, first came up in 2016 but one of the stories that I love about Brandon Nimmo that I feel like I reference all the time when we talk about him is that he was just like a batting cage nut in his first year. Like he'd come up do his pinch hitting and before that and after that at all times he was just in the cage working on tees and uh, getting as much working as possible. It's, it's the kind of guy that you want to sign for eight years, a guy that is never going to stop improving his game, never going to stop working, never going to ease up. And, uh, you know, we've seen that a little bit in spring training as well. We, uh, he's been around also 
our socials guy, Ryan, had the pleasure of bumping into Brandon Nemo in the bathroom, a lifetime <laughs> experience that I wish I got to share. But we were, yeah, we were on the fields here at Clover Park and, you know, it's called a clover because of clover being that, right. but it's also shaped like a clover. And so right. in the middle, it's a, there's like a nest where the scouts can watch all the fields and underneath there's bathrooms. And Ryan was in the bathroom and Nimmo had to go. <laughs> we just see this giant human being with spikes on <laughs> running in and out of the bathroom. And there Ryan is. And Ryan comes like, out after, hey, did you guys see that? <laughs> oh, he's the shoulder to shoulder at the urinals hey, with, with our man. Right. Yeah, <laughs> let me get a pick. Can you wait until I zip up my pants possibly? Uh, no, that he didn't ask for that. I don't want to say that. Don't want to put you under the bus. But uh, it was just a funny encounter. But Brandon Nimmo to me is great. Uh, he he really stepped up last year. I expect great things. Let's get into what they expect from Steamer. From yeah. Him. So Steamer has him uh, as a very similar uh, season. Almost identical. Almost identical in a lot of facets. Uh, 144 games, which is a huge thing for me. Nemo stay on the field, play another full season. We'd love to see that, especially in the first year of a new deal. 667 plate appearances, 29 doubles, 17 home runs, and 64 RBIs, uh, 93 runs, 79 walks, so more than last year, six stolen bases. I'd be okay with zero, just saying. 267 average, 367 on base, the same as last year, 426 slug, a 133 weighted runs created, plus one off from last year and 4.8 F4. This is a fantastic season from Brandon Nemo, especially if he maintains that defensive prowess in center field. I'd take it to the bank. I mean, it's. I would take, this is him. This is what you signed up for. This is why Brandon Nemo was such a hot commodity uh, on the open market, because he gives you this line. I agree with it for the most part. I'm, I'm in on that. There are a few things where I think we might see some differences, and that's where the over-unders come in. And... We have home runs here, but I don't think that's important. I think we're excellent. Sorry, Max, but we're going to do our own. I'll let you start. What's what's your over-under for Brandon We will Nimmo? get to that. There's one thing I, I want to highlight oh, before do. we get into it. Yeah. Just what, I, I think it was very – it must have been a tough decision for Brandon Nimmo to opt out of the World Baseball Classic. He played in 2017 for Team Italy. Probably would have been one of the best players on that team. He decided to opt out this year, you know, the first year of the new deal. Nimmo did hurt himself, his hamstring, in 2017 when he played. That hurt his season on the whole. And I just thought it was a, a very noble, responsible decision from Nimmo, similar to what Kodai Senga had to, you know, decide on when he didn't play for Team Japan. These are guys that are taking this year very, very seriously. They know the possibility of winning a World Series is in their grasp with the amount of money going into the team, with the amount of talent on this roster. And Brandon Nimmo, we talked about him at the top of the episode, for true diehard Mets fans, he is a face of the franchise and will be a lifetime Met. And I think that getting off on the right foot in this first year is essential, and I think he knows that too, and I wanted to commend him for it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's, it shows him a commitment to this organization, uh, to the contract that he signed. I think he understands his number one priority is the New York Mets, and as much as he wanted to participate in an awesome event of the WBC, I think he realized that with a little bit of his injury history, he needs a year like last year. And yes. so they're going to follow that to a T. That's one thing. They tracked the amount of at-bats when they took it, and those guys that enjoyed last year and had success, they're mimicking what they did last year in spring training, and Nimmo is following that same in the same footsteps as what he did last year. So you might not see him get a lot of ABs early because he pushed himself later in the in the spring training, and I think he's mirroring that. And I think sitting out the WBC is another one of those commitment lines. Do you want to launch our over-under? I do. I think we get right into it. Take it away. All right. What so my over-under is one of the big indicators on who Brandon Nimmo is, is if he can stay healthy. Yeah. 
can he repeat last year? Can he play in a he played in 151 last year, which is a great number. They a steamer has him at 144. I'm going to take the over under at 142.5 because to me this is a that number indicates does he miss time with an injury? If so, it's got to be under. Does he you know, have a successful season. Maybe he misses a few games here or there for days off. Maybe he has one small stint on the IL. Uh, so the 142 and a half is the magic number for me because that's the, did he miss 20 games? Yeah. I mean, in 2021, we saw him try and play through that hamstring strain. It didn't work out. He had to miss time. We had the bulging disc in his neck. That was a debacle in 2019, although I think that's taken care of at this point. I think Brandon Nimmo is at a point in his career, he's going to be 29 years old soon, where he knows his body well, he knows his conditioning regimen, and I think that he understands what he needs to do to stay on the field. And he understands the gravity and the weight of this first year of the deal in terms of him being in center field, patrolling that position, not forcing a guy like Styling Marte to have to move to a position that he may not be equipped to play at this point in his career. I'm going to take the over because I believe in Brandon Nemo. I believe in the responsibility that he takes on signing this deal and becoming a face and maybe even captain at some point in the future of the New York Mets. And it's going to be important to get that many games played this first year. I'm going to take the over. I think I asked him yesterday what if he's going to take stolen bases, if he's going to add mm-hmm. that in, if he's going to take the attempt again to add in stolen bases into his repertoire because of the bases, because of he's got tremendous speed. He's got elite speed. Yeah. He's one of those guys and stolen bases has never really clicked for him. Right. And he talked about how many runs scored. You said how many runs scored he had last year. 102. Crazy. And that's what he said. He goes, you know, when you have Lindor and Pete Alonso behind you, he goes, once I'm on base, unless I can just take it knowing 90% of the time I'm going to make this, I'm going to take this bag. Otherwise, I'm going to score from first on a double because of my speed, so I'm going to take a good secondary. That shows me that he's eliminated his own ego from his production he's like i don't need stolen bases i need to be the best leadoff hitter for the new york mets that shows me his his commitment to the team versus his individual wants and needs i think he takes the over as well because i think he realizes what he has to do to be healthy every day yeah he knows what he's good at what the tools are of his game what he needs to excel at we're both over but i will bounce back and ask you this now we had home runs on this i'm going to switch it up and i want to do on base and i want to do it for a reason because brandon nimmo had one of his best years last year at a 130 ops plus but he did it with an on-base well below his career average. He was at 367 last year, which is still fantastic. But his career average to that point was 390. Now it sits at 385. So I'm, that's where I'm going to set the mark. I'm going to set the mark for a 385 on-base. Does Brandon Nimmo revert back to the 400 on-base guy that we were growing so accustomed to in 2020 and 2021? Or does he stick to trying to prioritize the slugging numbers, you know, hitting 16 home runs, 30 doubles? Do you think that that skews the scale? So I'm going to set it at 385 for his on-base. So 385 to me is is an under, Mm. but I do think he incorporates more. So last year he was 367. They're projected to be 367 again. If that were the number, I'd take the over. 385 is a little bit tough because I do think he still tries to drive the ball a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I do think he does get on base more, takes more walks this year. 
but that's a that's a high number that's right at his average i think because his his slugging numbers are going to go up a little bit i think he swings the bat a little bit more I, i'll take the under but i do think he improves his on-base percentage the reason i said it there it's is 385 385 career average i think i'm taking the over i, I think that brandon nimmo uh, had a really good year last year. He didn't need to get on base as much via the walk and hit by pitch and all that, but I still think he has that in the tank, and I, I he's going to be batting leadoff every time he's healthy, and it's just so important for him to get the rally started early. The Mets were such a good first-inning offense last year in terms of getting off on the right foot and setting the pace for the game, and it does all start with Brandon Nemo. So I do think he's still capable of that 400 on base, and if I'm being honest, I prefer... The 400 on base demo rather than the guy that's slugging a little bit more. Both are great ball players, but you would want the complete reversion back to the 2021 form of Brandon Nemo. If he is healthy, absolutely. Cool. If he's not hitting 16 home runs, that's okay with me as long as he's getting on base to lead off every single Got game. Got it. Yep. I like that line because I'm going to take the under. I think he he had a meets in the middle of those two approaches, and you would you want the, him to revert all the way back to the like super patient, never swing at a 3-0 pitch kind of guy. Above all else, I want him on the field. I'll take that's it. it. I'll take that. And that's all I got for us, I think. All right, that's all I got. A good one to cover, Brandon Nemo in the outfield. We finished our outfield. How about it? We did it. Guys, we will see you next time tomorrow, See you actually, tomorrow. For another player profile and projection. Maybe we'll be outside. Maybe we'll be inside. Who knows? But until then, thank you guys for watching, and let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. See you soon.